Okay, it's recording. Okay, welcome uh, to everybody. This is uh, the uh, meeting of the Department of Peace Building campaign, which we do every third Wednesday um, of every month. And it's really nice to see all of you. Um, I'm going to do a quick, uh, what we'll do is a quick uh, go around and each of us tell our names and where we're from. We have a really full um, meeting. So hopefully we can get done in an hour, but if people are willing to go for an hour and 15 minutes, that would be great. Um, so after we do the introductions, we'll have a very short connection in uh, exercise that Kendra will do. And then um, we have a really nice uh, gift. It's a manifestation uh, meditation. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that. Then we'll talk, have a, a sneak preview of advocacy days and the training for that that's coming up um, just this Saturday, actually. And then uh, for those who haven't seen it or those who have, we're going to watch part of a video by Congressman um, Jim McGovern from Massachusetts talking about uh, the importance of a Department of Peace Building. And then uh, we'll have some announcements as, as we have time. So thank you all for being on the call. Um, so well, why don't we go around, I'll just call in every each person maybe and um, tell us where you're from and if you've ever been on a, a Department of Peace Building call before. Um, Dee, how about you? Hi everybody, I'm Deanne Tate. I'm calling um, from uh, Pagasset, uh, Golden Hill Tribal Lands, otherwise known as Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, and I am, for those who don't know, I'm the managing director of the Peace Alliance. So this is not my first Department of Camp, my Department of Peace Building call. Um, very glad to, to be with everyone tonight. Nancy, would you like me to call on someone else or do you want to do the call? Um, maybe just to be fast, I'll go across my, my screen and I have Kendra next in line. I think it's because he did that at one time himself. Hi, Geraldine, so, you might yeah. mute, you might mute yourself, oh, Geraldine. I guess that's his. I'm from Tallahassee, Florida, and um, we're already voting in our primary, but we have a period of voting. And so, um, and I, this is not my first call. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, Tammy, would you introduce yourself briefly? Yes, I'm from Eden Prairie, Minnesota, which is a suburb of Minneapolis, and this is my second call. <laughs> All right, um, and Tez, you're on my screen next. I'm Tezakaya Gabriel. I'm the executive director of Pathways to Peace, and I think I can count our advocacy training. So I'll say this is my third call. There you go. <laughs> You're a pro. <laughs> uh, Karen Johnson. Hi, I'm from Lockport, Illinois, southwest of Chicago, on the Department of Peace Building Committee since it founded. And so this is my many, many whatever of calls. Glad to see everybody here. 
Okay, and then we have a mystery tech person, uh, Laura. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. I'm Laura. I'm tech support, and uh, I'm on vacation technically, <laughs> uh, and normally live in northwestern Pennsylvania near Erie. And I've been uh, on vacation out on Long Island visiting family, and then heading to um, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park with some friends. Awesome. Thank you. Molly, how about you? Hi, uh, my name is Molly Redden. I'm happy to be here. Um, I live in, currently live in uh, Pittsburgh, North Carolina. I've been here for, uh, uh, I've been in North Carolina since 2018. Before that, I was in Queens, New York City. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, this is my second Peace Alliance Zoom. Fantastic. Welcome. Uh, Jean. We see you maybe on the phone or a black screen. Are you there, Jean? Do you see us or hear us? Okay, we'll yeah. come back to Jean. Um, Paul, how about you? You have a beautiful background. Oh, thank you. There's sunset. Sunset in Montauk. Uh, hi, my name is Reverend Paul Slatkis. And uh, we have been involved with the International Day of Peace for 20 years with concerts in Central Park and in Times Square. Uh, this year we have, uh, we're trying our best to pause the world for peace on 9-21 at 12 noon with a concert in the evening and a press conference Hi. on 9-11. Karen? Could you hear me? Yes. Yep. Yes. This is Beth. I, Thank you, Paul. I did want to say one other thing just because it's so. So Dennis Kucinich was kind enough to come out and give me a, a an award uh, in 2014. And I know how Dennis and uh, Marianne Williams were so involved with the uh, an Institute of Peace, our peace cabinet position. So uh, he actually gave it to Craig from Craigslist too. So uh, it was a long time ago, but uh, I'm all in favor of a cabinet position. And if there's any way I can help, we also have good news broadcasts with 6,000 shows. I'm a TV producer kind of guy. However I can help, that's a very, very important thing. Oh, put your put your contact information in the chat. We will find something for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. For I'll, sure. I'll announce it at uh, Times Square. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> Gerilyn Stapleton, how are you? I'm good, I think. <laughs> I'm calling from my in my office still. <laughs> That's the only way I could be on at five o'clock. So let people know where your office is. Not the oh. street, but the city. <laughs> well, actually, this actually the office is in the city of Van Nuys, but I live uh, in North Hollywood or West Toluca Lake. <laughs> and that's a whole other story. Anyway, um, on Tongva and Kamish land. And I've been with the uh, Department of Peace Building Committee since the beginning. Thank you, Geraldine. I see a 614 area code. I'm not sure who that is and you're muted. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, this is Deborah Walters. I'm from Mechanicsburg, Ohio. I've been uh, with the Department of Peace um, since 2010. Um, and I have uh, 
just recently gotten back to doing more of the calls and stuff and the summits and that kind of stuff. Thank you so much for being on the call. Uh, Lori Rousseau, how about you? Hello, everybody. Good evening. I'm um, from I'm in DC. So I'm pretty excited that I get to do some in-person visits during advocacy days, right? So it, it, it begins, which is so nice. But um, and I'll do what I can for virtual. But I'm really looking forward to, you know, getting back in in Congress, right? The halls of Congress. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. Um, is it Deanna Rice? Deanna? Uh, would you introduce yourself? It's Deanna Rice. Deanna. Uh, glad to be with this group. Uh, it's my first one. I'm here uh, in on behalf of the I Am Peace Film Forum that's happening in October. And I'm a close uh, missing friend of Avon Madison, Tez, so good to see you. Uh, I'm uh, in Northern California now, but I'm a New Yorker. I've uh, migrated out here to the west to uh, connect breath body mind that's what i teach a breath work for trauma victims and we've gone all over the world with it thank you where we're in northern california i'm in marin county oh you're close so i was really close to avon and uh yeah we'll have to connect sometime tess i've been meaning to so i'm just across the bay from you i'm in um east bay yeah, my name, for those who don't know, I'm Nancy Merritt, and I've been with the Peace Alliance Department of Peace Building forever, and I live in the East Bay, mm -hmm. uh, El Cerrito, just north of Berkeley, across the bay from the San Francisco, so I'm, I'm close by to where you are. Um, Charlie. Hi, Nance. I'm Charlie from Amherst, New York. <clears throat> And I'm just happy to be part of this amazing, uh, amazing organization. And that I have my, the view on harp on a, on a gallery right now, and I'm looking at an amazing looking harp. And that's Guess what? All. You're going to get to hear it soon. I am. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Charlie. Um, Beth um, is calling right from Minnesota. Do you hear us, Beth? Minnesota, yes. Yeah, I'm having a little trouble where every time I keep trying to unmute myself, my phone keeps saying I'm I'm muted, and I don't know what to do about that. Well, we hear you. So we hear you. Oh, so. good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota, and I've been with. Uh, uh, with the Peace Alliance since uh, 2020, I think. Do I have that right, Karen? Might be a little longer. Yeah, it was pre-pandemic. Or 2019. There we go. Yeah, we yeah. met at a National Now conference, and after Karen told me about the uh, uh, lobby day in uh, Washington, I flew out and got involved uh, when I learned that, you know, there was a major effort to build a Department of Peace, and uh, and now I hear that there's going to be an in-person one going on in September. We'll get into that a little bit more 
Um, okay. After, well, yeah. Yeah. It, it'll okay. mostly be virtual, but yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for being on the call, Beth. Oh, definitely. I'm going to move to Jana. Okay. Hi, I'm in the Queens, New York, on the land of the Canarsie people. And um, I've been to quite a few of these Department of Peace buildings. Thank you, Jana. Did I get everybody? Mm. I, I think I did. I think I did. Um, so, Kendra, would you like to lead us in a, a short connection exercise? Yes, please. Um, so let's just take deep breaths. I like to put my hand over my heart and imagine that my breath is going in through my heart and that I'm exhaling through my heart. I'm imagining that I'm a candle and that the wax is loosening my body and dripping down so that every muscle in my body is relaxing. Not every muscle, but anywhere I have tension is relaxing. And as the wax is melting, my light goes stronger. Our lights grow stronger. And we, together, we extend our flames to one another so that we make a bright light and join our lights and love to extend to the whole planet. So we form the beloved community. That's the light and love we'll bring together to our meeting tonight. Back to you, Nancy. Thank you, Kendra. Um, next, we're going to do, um, I'm going to introduce Tez Gabriel, who is from Pathways to Peace and um, She'll guide us through the next 15 or so minutes. And um, just even advan in advance, I want to thank you and Tammy for the gift that you're giving us right now. So thank you for that. And I'll turn it over to you, uh, Tez. Thank you. And thank you, Kendra, for that meditation. It was beautiful, that heart math meditation. 
And uh, before I begin, uh, Deanna, I also know of you, know your name from, from Avon and have seen your name many times in our communication. So um, bless your heart. I know you were special to Avon and special to Pathways to Peace. So yes, I bow to you. So I want to um, introduce Tammy, but before I introduce Tammy, I want to say just a few words about what brought us here today. And I promise a very few words. Um, Tammy, uh, Tammy's work, her, her musical reflections, um, she also founded the UN of Harpus. Uh, Tammy's music reaches far beyond what she has uh, been um, gifting Pathways to Peace with. Um, and Tammy has been gifting Pathways to Peace over the course of the last 18 months. But as we always say, but wasn't that a lifetime? <laughs> we feel we know each other so well. And so um, at Pathways to Peace, anyone who steps forward and wishes to join us, we always begin with asking the question, what, what would make your heart sing? And then, of course, if they can tell us that, then we can make the perfect match. Um, and so when Tammy came, um, when I was introduced to Tammy, it was 18 months ago, uh, it was clear that it was a match made in heaven. And so just recently, within I think the last month, when I met with Tammy over lunch um, to talk about what the next steps would be that would make her her heart sing that pathways to peace could match. Um, she talked about the fact that she had been certified in um, in a process called um, the manifestation meditation, and um, that because her heart and the collective heart of pathways to peace is around passage of the HR 1111 bill that she would like to bring that manifestation process to the Peace Alliance to manifest the passage of the bill. And so all the glory goes to Tammy for why it is we are here in this moment today. And so this manifestation meditation is very powerful and I believe it's going to be effective. And so I'm just grateful that Pathways to Peace is gifted with Tammy and her talents with the harp and beyond the harp. And I'm just going to turn it over to her to talk a little bit more about what you're going to be experiencing tonight. Tammy? Thank you, Taz, and thank you, Nancy. It just feels like it's a little love fest all the way around. <laughs> so um, as I mentioned when I introduced myself, this is my second meeting. I was in a meeting in February, so it's exactly six months ago tonight that I attended the meeting, and it was really heartwarming and really lovely, the work that you're doing. And while I sat in that meeting, I had an idea that literally came into me, which was, 
I wonder if this group would be open to doing a manifestation meditation, which, as Tez just said, that's a very powerful thing to do. I have a certification in trauma coaching, and I learned this technique in my trauma program. And basically, when we're traumatized, our brains loop and go around and around. And once you can take the top layers of the trauma off, which is a little bit of an, <laughs> it's an, an unusual way to say it, but when you start lifting some of the trauma, you can replace it with something that you want to manifest. And so if we could share the screen, Tez, do you want to share the screen? I have a couple of PowerPoints. And this meditation is a, basically a formula that takes a little less than five minutes. And the, um, it's a core statement that is, you repeat that for three times, three minutes. And this one is about a minute, so you can, we'll be repeating it three times tonight. And then you also um, say four reflective statements or four supporting statements, and you say each of those for 17 seconds. So all told, it's about four minutes and eight seconds, less than five minutes, and when we do this in community and when we do this individually, it can be very, very powerful. And if this group resonates with um, this, I would suggest we would do this probably every month at this meeting. And then if you'll have the scripts so that you can use it with your own um, daily meditations or prayer or whatever modality you use spiritually. So um, the other thing, Tez is going to read the statement so you'll be able to actually experience this and go into it, you know, in a, a hopefully a deep way. And I'll be playing while Tez reads it. And the harp is a very vibrational instrument. It's a very, um, it's a wonderful way for us to amplify what we are um, saying in the words and the words are very intentional and we um, selected these words to be very high vibration and then the other thing when I was talking about doing it as your individual meditation I play the harp almost every day and so what I would um, like to support this group with is as I play the harp I would ripple out your energy to help really manifest this. And that's the power of the manifestation meditation. So with that, I'm going to turn it back to Tez. And um, we will begin this meditation. Okay. And so I'd like to take us back to that meditation, the spirit and the feeling, the emotion of that meditation that we were in with Kendra just a short time ago. So I'd like you to take some deep, slower breaths. 
and just really sink into your chair. Allow your chair to embrace you, to hold you. Imagine you're resting in the arms of the divine. And open your heart once again. Feel that heart expansion so that you can listen and heal with both your heart and your mind. A signer of the De Declaration of Independence envisioned an office of peace in the federal government. Peace is woven into the foundational fabric of the United States Constitution, yet holds unrealized potential. There is a strong grassroots peace movement and an abundance of peace builders reaching a tipping point and signaling to U.S. legislators to co-sign H.R. 1111. Many legislators are ready for a peaceful approach and are honored to sign it. The bill hearing in Congress is successful and an overwhelming number of legislators vote yes to the creation of the cabinet level Department of Peace Building. The legislators are excited to manifest this cultural shift and model it to the world. Peace is possible. May peace prevail on earth. And so it is. A signer of the Declaration of Independence envisioned an office of peace in the federal government. Peace is woven into the foundational fabric of the United States Constitution, yet holds unrealized potential. There is a strong grassroots peace movement and an abundance of peace builders reaching a tipping point and signaling to U.S. legislators to co-sign H.R. 1111. Many legislators are ready for a peaceful approach and are honored to sign it. The bill hearing in Congress is successful and an overwhelming number of legislators vote yes to the creation of a cabinet level U.S. Department of Peace building. The legislators are excited to manifest this cultural shift and model it to the world. Peace is possible. May peace prevail on earth. And so it is. A signer of the Declaration of Independence envisioned an office of peace in the federal government. Peace is woven into the foundational fabric of the United States Constitution, yet holds unrealized potential. There is a strong grassroots peace movement and an abundance of peace builders reaching a tipping point and signaling to U.S. legislators to co-sign H.R. 1111. Many legislators are ready for a peaceful approach 
and are honored to sign it. The bill hearing in Congress is successful and an overwhelming number of legislators vote yes to the creation of a cabinet level U.S. Department of Peace building. The legislators are excited to manifest this cultural shift and model it to the world. Peace is possible. May peace prevail on earth. And so it is. I am deeply grateful for the creation of the U.S. Department of Peace Building. I am deeply grateful for the creation of a U.S. Department of Peace Building. I am deeply grateful for the creation of a U.S. Department of Peace Building. My heart is elated that a U.S. Department of Peace Building is created and making a significant contribution to the United States and the world. My heart is elated that a U.S. Department of Peace Building is created and making a significant contribution to the United States and the world. The U.S. Department of Peace Building encourages all citizens to seek, embrace, and celebrate the blessings of peace. The U.S. Department of Peace Building encourages all citizens to seek, embrace, and celebrate the blessings of peace. I love watching the beautiful work that is coming from the U.S. Department of Peace Building. I love watching the beautiful work that is coming from the U.S. Department of Peace Building. I love watching the beautiful work that is coming from the U.S. Department of Peace Building. That was beautiful. That Thank is you. beautiful. Thank you, Tammy and Tez. Wonderful. Um, I don't know if people want to take a minute and just say how that felt to them or just sit with it. would love to share this um, with more people. 
expand the, that gift. Yeah, thanks, Kendra. And for everyone else on the call that's hearing this for the first time, um, we've had a couple of calls with different numbers of people and and Tammy has been open to feedback on the language uh, in the different segments and uh, and and we'd love your feedback on if this felt really right and natural or if there was anything that struck anybody in one way or another um, that they might suggest alternative language or if it might just be perfect now i don't know but uh it's nice to hear different perspectives on your experience of it if you're willing to share and maybe i can just interject um and thank tammy again it's yes. very powerful uh just from my own heart to her it's just very powerful and yes. and it will manifest passage i have no question about that um, i want to say a little bit about the language in that some of you were kind enough to send us um, some of your thoughts around language and what's really important and tammy and i have worked uh worked is too big a word because <laughs> it was really effortless and joyful <laughs> but you know <laughs> yeah it was a labor of love and it was very loving and it was very joyful but um, we really pay attention to the vibration of the words mm -hmm. um, and the vibration of the phrases. Um, that's what's most um, important. So if we didn't capture all of your words or phrases, please know that we, we really went over and over from a heart perspective, the words mm -hmm. and phrases to find that right, that sweet spot around the right vibration, the right frequency for the manifestation. So I just wanted to add that part. I see hands from three people at least. Uh, Deanna, you want to Deanna speak? And first. then Lori and then Gerilyn? Yeah, thank you. Um, I uh, It's my first time hearing it. And um, I was wondering if I could offer a different concept on the way that the words come out as if it's already happened. And so we're, you're looking at the consciousness, consciousness of it's already manifested, the peace building department and all it, or some or one stepping stone that's already manifested and how that feels for all of us as humanity and holding space for that. Um, because if you realize that it's already happened, it's already happened because the vibration is there for that to hold it. So I encourage that to happen for its manifestation and speaking in the words as if, what would our world be like if all of this was accomplished? And how would we all feel in our hearts? And what would that do to consciousness on the planet? that we would uphold peace as a foundation for the way that we live on this planet. That's all. <laughs> this is Beth. 
and you know, and I uh, it gives me some more hope. But you know, I guess you know, and I'm and I have no problem with the language, but I would you know like to have an idea as to when it might you know be when it will be signed on into law and go into effect. Yeah, we we all would know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it sounds like it's going forward, which it, like it's going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Like like it's not being slowed down. In other words, yeah, we're gonna keep it moving forward. Um, who is next? Yeah, it sounds like it is moving forward. Yeah. We've I got to know, Beth, you can't see our screen, but there are a couple of other people who raised their hand um, on the on the Zoom screen that we'd like to get to, and, and we'll continue. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I think, Thank you. I think Lori, you're, you're up next. Um, so, no, I loved it. I, I think... Um, I love that part too about I'm elated. So I think that the language for the most part, because I was, you know, I wasn't reading it and I was, you know, hearing the words, but I was also meditating. So I'd have to look at, at the script more closely, but it seemed like it is written with it already done. And, and that's, um, so my only suggestion would be when it comes to the may peace prevail on earth is that we say peace prevails on earth now, because the May is is saying that it's not here. And really, you know, when we all when we all just operate from our spiritual self, I mean, peace is the way, right? Love is the way. We don't have to create it. We just have right. to. So so that would just be my only um, suggestion. Um, I just wrote that an email today because you you got to not just claim it, but you got to feel it. So anyway, thank you so much. That was so beautiful. And I I can just comment that um, I love your suggestion, Deanna. I think it's right on the money. Um, when I attended in February, it seemed like what I was hearing is there was so much emphasis on really trying to get the legislators, you know, to sign it, and to so that's that's part of where the language came from. Um, but okay. I, as Tess said, I'm by no means wedded to the words, so. I want I want the words to be you know as inclusive and as powerful as humanly possible so that we can right. so that we are seeing this manifest. I just there's something. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I, I just ahead. wanted to mention one thing with regard to "May Peace Prevail on Earth." Um, the organization "May Peace Prevail on Earth," if you're aware of them, with the yes. peace Yes. You know, they have about 250,000 of them all around the world. So if anything, right. just a thought. Um, and I also agree, I, I'm, I'm into more of the no maze. <laughs> Peace is here. So, um, uh, but it does have a, a uh, accepted uh, thought, may peace prevail on earth with, with millions of people already after all these years that the Fumi and that whole organization did. So I just thought I'd share that as well. Yeah, I'm aware. Thank you. Um, it'd be great if others have comments, if you put them in the chat. Um, 
so they'll be there for you know for Tez and Tammy and others. Yeah, um, Gerilyn had raised her hand earlier, right? Gerilyn, did you still want to say something? She put a comment in the chat, but go ahead if you want to talk, Gerilyn. She wrote, it's her first time hearing, and she thinks it's beautiful and perfect as it was presented. So thank you. All right. And we can talk more offline about where we are and so forth. Yeah. So um, I'm going to. I'm going to transition us to, it's hard to go from this. This is really so beautiful. Um, and thank you again, Tammy and Tez. This is, this is such a wonderful gift and we really appreciate it. Yeah, we are, we are here to serve. And you know, all, so much real effort has gone into the passage of this bill for so long. It's kind of like, this is the last yeah. piece. This is the tipping point, right? To be able to manifest the passage. So thank you. Um, thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for allowing us to serve. And uh, we are at your disposal, right, Tammy? To the degree that we can be, we are open to how <laughs> this can um, move the dial, move the needle on the dial. Yeah. So to speak. Thank you. Thank you all for Thank allowing you. us to be here and be in your playground. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> so the next part we're going to talk, we're going to have a little bit of a sneak preview of, uh, of Advocacy Days, which is just around the corner. Um, I'll talk about sort of where we're at with meetings that have already been scheduled. Karen will talk about the training and mention some key points that we should know about. And then we'll move on to get some further inspiration in case we need it from uh, Congressman jo uh, uh, Jim McGovern. So um, as you all know, Advocacy Days is coming up in September. We're having a training this Saturday. And uh, as soon as Karen takes over, I'll put some things in the chat. Um, I just wanted to let people know we've already scheduled four sort of meetings and um, I'll put those in the chat if anybody wants to participate in those. So you're all more than welcome to be on calls that others have uh, have initiated. And uh, one of the two of those calls will actually be early. They'll be next week um, with um, uh, Congressman Morelli from New York uh, that Charlie has initiated for us um, and Catherine Clark from Massachusetts um, that Lori Rousseau is in charge of uh, will probably be next week. It was supposed to be today, but then COVID raised its ugly head. And yeah. uh, then we have on uh, the uh, September 14th, we have uh, Congressman Richie Torres from New York. His office will be with and Congressman um, Hakeem Jeffries from New York. And um, let's see. Those are the ones already. We have a lot of others in the works, but I'll, I'll put that information in the chat. And um, Karen, do you want to say something about some of the high things that people should know about? what's coming up? 
Oh, yes, I would love to. <laughs> Go for it. I really appreciate it. <laughs> it would be horrible if I said no at that point, wouldn't it? It would be. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just going to give you a little bit of an overview. We have a 90-minute call scheduled for this Saturday. We mentioned it earlier um, at 11 o'clock Central. I don't want to get it wrong. I did this in a previous call. So that's (laughs) 9 o'clock Pacific and noon Eastern. And uh, you need to register for that call. You probably should have the link there, but dopcampaign.org. And you'll see on the left part of the page, if you scroll down a little bit, it says annual events and advocacy days. So there's a link there to a flyer that has a more information and a link to the registration for the call. And uh, for those who haven't participated before, this here's just, again, a just brief overview of what it is that we're doing. Uh, in non-COVID times, we would actually travel to Washington, D.C., and schedule as many meetings as we could with members of Congress, um, mostly uh, of people who are attending, we would, you know, meet with their member of Congress, because it's always better to have a constituent or more, you know, as many constituents as possible in the room when you're discussing this. Um, But also most, not all, but most representatives are hospitable to people who aren't in their district attending the meetings as well, especially when we say we're from the national committee or the national organization, they're fine with us being there and we can answer their questions, especially if if the volunteer is relatively new to the campaign. Uh, so, so now we're doing it virtually. Uh, we target those couple of days like we would for NDC, we're in DC for a couple of days and that's it. Uh, but if if your congressperson or your the staffer from your congressperson's office isn't available those two days and they all you know offer alternative dates, you know we'll take a meeting anytime you know that works with you. Uh, so you s- schedule a meeting with your representative or we have a list of representatives that we think might be closer to signing on than others. And you know if we wanted to schedule a meeting with them if they're in your state or in your region, uh, there'll be a number of meetings. And some representatives have said they want to limit the number of people in the room. Um, not so much since we've been on Zoom. Uh, so if you're here, you can you know, certainly try to schedule a meeting with your representative, um, but you can also attend other meetings. And it's, it's nice, a lot of people appreciate, especially if they haven't met with their congressperson or the congressperson staff yet to attend a meeting before they meet with their own staff. So everyone who's participating uh, is, you know, invited to participate in all the calls, just their one or anywhere in between. So that's that's available to you. And then you can hear different perspectives from staffers and the different people here from the campaign in on the calls. So we'll go over how do you schedule a meeting, you know, just how do you, you know, find the person to, to schedule? Actually, they have a person whose title is scheduler in Washington, D.C., so <laughs> it's relatively easy. But if you've never done it before, you don't know that. Uh, so you work with the scheduler, and uh, we'll go through the details again on Saturday. And uh, and then once the meeting is scheduled, we work with Nancy. Um, even uh, right now tonight, if you know you want to participate, you're not sure how, you can send an email to nancy at peacealliance.org and she'll put you on the list and you'll be on the communications of the people participating in advocacy days. And then you can speak up and do things as, as you're so inspired and, and uh, um, or ask for more one-on-one support if you like. 
the meeting is scheduled. We show up on a Zoom link. Uh, sometimes the representative will say, I want to use my conference line or my Zoom line. Otherwise, we have Zoom lines that we will provide um, for the call. And uh, everybody, again, who's participating in Advocacy Days will get the schedule of what representative is scheduled at what time and what link to use, how to get on the call. And <clears throat> um, we often encourage getting on a few minutes early and, and just talking a little bit about um, who that representative is, what kind of causes that they're associated with are along the same lines of what a Department of Peacebuilding would address so they can see the similarities to what they stand for, what they care about with what the Department of Peace Bill will do upon um, enactment. And uh, there's an agenda that we'll share again, sample agenda for how the meeting goes. And then we, you know, participate in the meeting to the best of our ability. And these meetings are amazing. Uh, uh, so if you haven't ever done this before, I invite you to participate this year. The first time I went, I was like, oh, wow, I was so scared, but it, it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, my first meeting was actually with uh, former President Obama when he was a state senator in Illinois, and we prepared so much and so forth, but it, it was fantastic. And then I heard, oh, we just show up and we talk, and it's just like, oh, okay, well, we, we did it rather businesslike, but they were impressed with us, and they had a conference line in with their legislative aide in Washington, D.C. when we met with them locally. So, um, so there's no wrong way to do it. Uh, our representatives are attentive when we reach out and say we want to talk to them. It's a relatively low percentage of the population is out there meeting with them on issues that matter to them. So they want to hear uh, what we care about and they tend to be impressed with us because we come in peace um, and we ask for more peace and it's um, we don't have a lot of disagreement with the need for it lately. Um, so sometimes there's some strategies or it's just a matter of prioritizing. So we address everything as it comes up on the call. And then we do some follow up and, and sometimes uh, they come on, on in one meeting, not very often, but sometimes that's possible. And otherwise we do follow up. So again, we encourage you to attend uh, this Saturday. And anybody have any burning questions now about this or? You said it's at 10 o'clock. Uh, 11 o'clock central. Yeah, that's going to be a problem because I'm on the Minnesota ERA board at 10 o'clock. Okay. Well, so, Beth, we, we can talk offline too. You've done this in Washington. Okay. Yeah. So you're not a, quite a newbie, but we can, we can talk more if you like. You can just call me or text me and we'll set up a time to talk. Yeah, let me know what happens. Yeah, yeah. This will be recorded, right, Karen? Yes. Yeah. So it'll be available to listen to afterwards as well. And we have on that um, flyer for this year's advocacy days, there are links to training calls from last year. There were separate calls, one uh -huh. for scheduling a meeting and another one for conducting a meeting. So the sure. last year's recorded calls are available as well if anybody yeah. is just like, I want to listen to this first. And then come Saturday with more questions. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. yeah. So we'll we'll give you as much information as you want, and try not to overload you with Wonderful. more than you'd like to hear. Yeah. 
So like Karen said, it's really, it's actually really a lot of fun. Uh, good learning experience. Oh, it is. And um, you realize that those people in Congress are just people. So oh, yeah. It's fun to, it's fun to do. Um, are we good to watch part of the video? Yep, we're set up for it. Okay, so um, last fall, uh, we had a, uh, a, con a call with uh, Congressman uh, James McGovern, who's been a Department of Peacebuilding co-sponsor since day one, uh, since 2001, through every Congress up until now. And um, our folks in Massachusetts, particularly Pat Simon, um, has kept in contact with him and he's been to events in Massachusetts and he graciously agreed to be on a call and uh, we expected him to be on for like 10 minutes and he uh, stayed on the whole hour and spoke the whole hour and took questions. And um, Kelly O'Brien uh, distilled the down into a shorter video, uh, which is 13 minutes. And I think you all got that on the announcement, the call announcement. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna watch a little bit of uh, a, a little portion of that, and uh, hopefully everybody will be so inspired now to go out and um, advocate. So, do we want to go ahead and start that? Okay, this is Laura Nancy. Um, do you want me to do that? You want me to do the abbreviated version of it? Probably, because we're running running short okay. as usual. <laughs> I, I just wanted to say that every I think everybody is muted, and I just wanted to ask Beth to stay muted so that we don't have a lot of background information going on. So um, here we go. If I have my tech support skills going, okay. Can everybody see the YouTube video? Yes. Okay. So we're going to start at the uh, 628 mark. So he's already kind of started here in his uh, six minutes into his speech, but this is kind of the best part. You know, to push and to get real change and to redefine the terms of the debate. We need to reclaim the national security mantle, but define it on our terms. I do not want a war with China. I don't want, I don't want a military confrontation with China or anybody else, all right? And uh, I don't want another cold war or hot war or any war, period. But I co-chair the Human Rights Commission too. Um, and China is, is, is guilty right now of some pretty awful things, not just the crackdown on, on activists in Hong Kong, other people I met in Hong Kong, young, young people, all they wanted was for China to keep its word that, you know, there'd be one country and two systems. Um, those people are in jail now. I can't even get a hold of them. Uh, on Tibet, they're engaged in ethnic cleansing. I was one of the last members of Congress allowed to go to Tibet, and I saw what they were doing. I mean, they're wiping out a culture. It's just wrong. And with the Uyghurs, there's a genocide going on. I mean, there just is. And so, you know, when I talk, when I think about peace, you can't, I mean, peace is not just a, a diminished military budget or or a a, a, a a state where we're not shooting at each other. I mean, for a lot of people, you know, not being able to practice your religion or your culture, your tradition, and being jailed for that, well, that's not peace. Um, 
being put in forced labor camps, that's not peace. So we have to find, we have to kind of thread this needle here. I mean, that how do we, how do we, despite our own shortcomings, and by the way, I'm, I'm also advocating that we, we fight for peace and justice in our own country as, you know, with as much passion as, you know, we need to do around the world. But how do we, how do we be clear to China? Like we want to, we want a relationship with you. We want to cooperate on the climate crisis. We understand your economic power. So we, we want to continue our economic relationship. There's lots of areas we could cooperate on. We want to decrease tensions around the world. But don't ask us, and nobody should ever be silent when people are being persecuted. I don't care where it is in the world, whether it's in a jail in the United States or whether it's halfway around the world, you know, in a labor camp uh, with Uyghurs in, in China. And so, you know, I, I think it, there's this false choice that is being put out there that, you know, we can't, we can't raise our voices against genocide or against the crackdown on uh, activists in Hong Kong or about ethnic cleansing in Tibet, you know, because if we if we raise our voices on that, then we're pushing for war. No, we can raise those issues and still find ways to avoid a military confrontation because peace without justice, peace without respect for human rights, that's not peace. Maybe peace to some of us sitting on being on this call, but it's not peace to the people who are being persecuted. And so, uh, you know, I, I've always felt that if the United States stands for anything, we need to stand out loud and four square for human rights, despite all of our history, despite all of our inconsistencies and selectivity. We need to demand that our government be less selective and more consistent. But we can't turn our backs uh, on the on the struggle for human rights. I mean. I, I, who brought up the Universal Declaration of Human Rights at the beginning here, I, I believe in it. I think Eleanor Roosevelt's vision was right. I mean, I want to live in a world where everybody can be who they are. I mean, period. And I'm not saying that that means I'm going to impose my views on you or you're going to impose your, your views on me. But, um, you know, I've met with His Holiness the Dalai Lama on a number of occasions. Again, I, I visited Tibet where he's not allowed to go. And so... Uh, you know, we got to figure out a way to do both, to avoid war, but also to be a, to uplift the cause of human rights uh, here in this country and around the world. I mean, we're having this call, right? I mean, you, you're all like, we want to make things better. And you're on a call and we're planning and plotting and figuring out, how, you know, who we have to push. You know, what gives me hope is when I go, you know, when I see young people, you know, holding signs saying, do something about the climate crisis. And I just, I believe in the goodness of the American people. And at the end of the day, I think, you know, that will prevail. And I, I want you to know that if there was ever a moment to fight like hell, it is now. I mean, in all my life, I've never encountered a moment that was more urgent, you know, uh, and demanded more political activism and focus than right now. And I think we all have an obligation to not only do the lobbying that we normally do, but within our communities to make sure that people who are around us, our families, or people we meet in coffee shops, understand the truth and understand what's at stake. Um, you know, I, I used to, when people would say things to me in the past that were over the top, I would just kind of thank you very much and walk away, no longer. I mean, at family functions, 
at Dunkin' Donuts or wherever I am, when people say things that I know are wrong or destructive or hurtful, I now confront them. It's not comfortable, but I feel that we have to do that. Uh, because if not, you know, then misinformation carries the day. So we just have to figure out ways to step it up, not only on the national level, but also within our communities. Because really, you know, I mean, what happens in those coffee shops, it relates to what happens in Washington. Uh, and so the local is, every bit support is the national. But in any event, I, uh, I'm grateful to all of you. You know, John Lewis, my friend John Lewis, you know, would, would say, would, would, if you were on this call, would call you all a bunch of troublemakers. And I am so happy to be with all of you troublemakers today and just keep it up. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I encourage you all to watch the whole video as you have time. Um, he's, he was such, he's such an inspiration. He talked uh, more about uh, Department of Peace Building specifically at the beginning, but tied it into human rights. And uh, I really appreciate him for, for everything he does. Um, I know we're at 6.02 and, um, Maybe we can, maybe a few of, maybe people can stay on a tiny bit longer and Kendra will do uh, an action and then um, we can wrap it up with, you know, if anybody has comments about that or, or uh, just wrap it up with our quote. But um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Kendra, right now. You're on mute. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm asking you to, um, I, I put the links earlier and, and now we put so many links in that I'm, I'm gonna add it again. And if anybody doesn't know how to save the chat, um, if you um, pull up the chat from the more at the bottom of the screen, there's three dots toward the bottom of that uh, chat screen and you click on that and there's a way to save the chat so that you can have those for later. Or another method that uh, Deanne taught us is click on the links and they'll open in your browser. And then when you're done with the call, you can go back to them. I'm having trouble, but. Um, Kendra, I can help. If you wanted to start talking, I'll, I'll, I'll copy and, and paste the links back in. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I, I thought we could take five minutes and either do one of two things. One is to call Catherine Clark, whom um, people will be meeting with next week and leave a message or um, you, you can call and leave a message or you can fill out a form to send her an email or you could go to the um, single actions that are on the Department of Peace 
building page. Um, and there are like 10 actions that you can click on and fill in your information and contact your legislators. So uh, those two things could just take five minutes. So you could either click on Catherine Clark or click on um, the Department of Peace building page. So let's just take five minutes to do that. So we'll see you in five minutes. So I don't know when our five minutes are up. Um, 
Yeah, come back on when you're ready, folks. I think it's been about three or four minutes now, four minutes. Okay. Thank you to those who have to be leaving the call. We really appreciate you being on. And uh, that should be five minutes. Okay. Thank you, Kendra. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate <laughs> the help. Okay. Well, so many people have to go. So maybe we uh, should just wrap up with a quote and um, uh, encourage everybody to sign up for the trainings and for the. Uh, congressional meetings and um, yeah, so sign up for the training and learn more on Saturday. Um, any quick questions before I do the last quote? Okay, um, so when the Congressman mentioned Dunkin Donuts, I had to laugh because <laughs> I've had the privilege of having my Boston grandson with me all week, and um, he hasn't had a single Dunkin' Donut while he was in California. It's uh, it's a hardship for those who are from Massachusetts, but he has persevered. So um, anyway, that that is um, a small blessing I've had. I want to offer this quote from Desmond Tutu, and it's my my humanity is bound up in yours, for we can only be human together. Great quote. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, for being on. And um, we'll see you in advocacy land. <laughs> thank you thank all. You. OK, bye-bye. Night. Peace to all.